This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, VA is dishing out COVID vaccines to employees of another agency. Federal agencies are gaining headway when it comes to innovation. And a new House bill could make it harder for federal employees who leave federal service and then go to work in the private sector. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The Department of Veterans Affairs is beginning to administer COVID-19 vaccines to employees at the Department of Homeland Security. VA says it's part of an interagency agreement that allows the department to provide reimbursable services to DHS. DHS employees near one of eight approved VA medical centers began visiting the hospitals last week to receive the vaccine. VA says it plans to eventually expand the number of vaccination sites for DHS employees. IT systems used for the 2020 census lacked fundamental security safeguards before March 2020 when the Census Bureau started collecting household responses. That's according to an audit from the Commerce Department's Inspector General. The IG did not determine whether or not census data was compromised, but did find that the vulnerability put the Bureau at greater risk of a cyber attack. The Bureau is still processing 2020 census data, but a separate IG report found two recent political appointees have made a data report on non-citizens in the U.S. a top priority for employees. The White House stands up a new office focused on government-wide policy for artificial intelligence. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. Deputy U.S. Chief Technology Officer Lynn Parker will lead the National AI Initiative Office. The office will oversee work on a national AI strategy and serve as a research and policy hub between federal agencies, industry, and academia. This office stems from the National AI Intelligence Initiative Act, which passed as part of the National Defense Authorization Act. This new office also builds off an executive order President Donald Trump signed last month promoting the use of trustworthy AI at federal agencies. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. When it comes to technology innovation, the government is not trailing the private sector like it used to. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us why. Whether it's robotics process automation or advanced data analytics, the innovation gap between agencies and commercial companies has closed substantially. A new survey of agency CIOs by the Professional Services Council and Attain found respondents believe they're getting better at adopting new technologies, especially those that help the workforce deliver on mission and citizen services. The CIO say part of the reason they've closed the gap is the use of innovative procurement approaches like OTAs and contests. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Office of Personnel Management has a new searchable collection of all agency guidance on its website. The index is part of an effort to comply with a 2019 executive order that required all agencies to create searchable lists of guidance documents and post them to their websites. Many other agencies are already in compliance with the EO. The Defense, Justice, Labor, and State Departments all have online collections of guidance documents. The Department of Health and Human Services and Environmental Protection Agency also have guidance repositories. The Trump administration explains what's guiding some upcoming changes to an outdated security clearance process. More from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. The Office of Personnel Management is out with the new personnel vetting doctrine. It explains the philosophies behind a series of changes the administration is making to the suitability, credentialing, and security clearance process. 
Changes include allowing clearance holders to more easily go back and forth between government and the private sector, and communicating more regularly with employees and contractors about the status of their background investigations. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. Two House lawmakers want to close what they call loopholes for senior government officials when they leave federal service for the private sector. Congresswoman Carolyn Maloney, the chairwoman of the Oversight and Reform Committee, and Congressman Jimmy Gomez introduced the Executive Branch Conflict of Interest Act and included it in a major reform bill called the For the People Act. The Conflict of Interest bill would address four areas of concern, including strengthening restrictions prohibiting former federal contracting officials from joining a private sector firm after participating in a contract award to that company. It would also prohibit senior government officials from lobbying the agencies they worked at for two years after they leave federal employment instead of the current one-year rule. The office in charge of managing the Pentagon's budget gets a big new role in overseeing its business reforms. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has details. It's the Pentagon's response to a congressional decision to eliminate DOD's chief management officer. The CMO functions dealing with business process improvement will mostly be reallocated to the DOD comptroller, the office in charge of building and managing the Pentagon's more than $700 billion budget. The law that got rid of the CMO gave DOD a full year to decide on how to reallocate that office's previous responsibilities, but the outgoing administration decided to act within 11 days of the law's passage. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. DOD is launching a limited program that is aimed at decreasing stress across the military community. The My Mill Life Guide will send text messages to those who sign up. The text messages will help users set small goals and complete them. Topics covered over the eight-week program include self-care, getting support, strengthening relationships, and sleeping more soundly. Members of the military community can sign up for the program by texting Millife SM or Millife Spouse to Gov311. Senators will have a tough decision to make regarding President-elect Joe Biden's pick for defense secretary. Federal News Network Scott Massioni reports. Three senators on the Senate Armed Services Committee already say they will not vote for a waiver to allow a recently retired general to lead the Pentagon. Federal law states a service member must be seven years removed from the military in order to serve as defense secretary. Joe Biden's pick Lloyd Austin left the military in 2016 and needs that waiver to hold the position. Experts told the Senate committee that lawmakers may be setting a dangerous precedent by granting a waiver to a second general in five years. Lawmakers were told that another military leader will further erode the civilian authority in the Pentagon. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. And stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.